a pandemic unlike anything we have ever seen. Our world is suddenly dominated by the coronavirus. Is it possible to overcome fear of the unknown and even possibly grow during this difficult season? This is our discussion today on Healthy Harmony. Welcome to Healthy Harmony, where we help you clarify and discuss health tactics to harmonize your life. I'm your host and health coach, Jennifer Pickett, and today my guest is Carrie Wilkerson. Hey, everybody. Carrie is an award-winning author, international speaker, and sought-after television and radio guest. Her tough love humor and real talk approach leaves people refreshed and encouraged and has made her a huge fan favorite as she has been featured on CNN, NBC, Forbes, MSNBC, Lifetime, Fox Business, and Entrepreneur Magazine. Carrie has been a business owner for 21 plus years and loves showing people how to transform their lives, bodies, relationships, and bank accounts. Whether you hang around for her tough love, her hysterical, no filters humor, or her big as Texas heart, she'll inspire you and help you make a plan to be more productive and more profitable without sacrificing your priorities. Please welcome one of my favorite speakers and authors and my friend, Carrie Wilkerson. Carrie, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you, Jennifer, for having me. I never take the privilege lightly. It is such a crazy time. It, I don't think any of us could have ever anticipated what is happening. So tell me, how are you and your family doing? How are you guys coping during this time? Well, you know, we're on self-imposed lockdown right now. I have um, older parents and um, I have two in my immediate family that have asthma and respiratory conditions. I have a daughter with fibros. So, you know, we are at risk in every facet. Plus, yes. we're a very social family and a very affectionate family. So <laughs> when you unleash us, we do hug and kiss and high five and, and <laughs> get close to our people. So um, when we started seeing some people that I really respect, that I know we're very researched on this forecast what was happening, what was about to happen. Um, we erred on the side of caution and we are at home. We may leave every couple of days to go to the store. When I say we, I mean typically one of us, but our schools have closed for the near future. We are doing assignments at home. I've worked at home for 21 years, so this is nothing new for me, but my husband is also working from home full-time now. But again, we've done that before too. For 12 years, he did that in the middle. We're just back to it now. Um, So we're not panicky in that regard. I will say though, as a a self-employed business owner, the economic impact has been faster than anybody imagined. Yes, definitely. And the ripples are going to be for months. But health-wise, my dad has a nasty cough he's trying to get rid of. He's 81, but he had it before all this hit. So we don't think it's this. However, he's staying at home and he's, you know, true to my dad. um, He's on the phone today talking to his old people is what he calls the people at his church. Okay. His old people. They're all younger than so him. Funny. They're yes, all younger than so him. Funny. Yeah. And he's talking to them today, finding out if anybody needs any errands run and finding out who has financial needs so that he can connect them with the able-bodied well people 
in the church um, to take care of them. So just true to his fashion, he's not going to let this pandemic slow him down. He is letting it keep him at home, though, and he is listening to his daughter when I'm saying let some other people do that yes. for now. So, yes. um, you know, that's where we are right now. We're not freaking out. We're, we're not really worried about us getting sick. We're really trying to be leaders and good citizens and lead by example and not being spreaders. Yes. And I love how y'all are following the precautions. You're following the guidelines. And I always love hearing you talk about your dad, Carrie. You've been <laughs> you've been so forthcoming with your stories about your dad. And so tell me, one of my first questions I want to ask you, you have learned so much from your dad. And I always, I'm, I'm drawn to that because I'm a daddy's girl mm-hmm. as well. And even in this time of crisis, and he's older and, and is, is stuck at home, but he's still reaching out and trying to help mm-hmm everyone. So what would you say is one of the best lessons that you've learned from your dad that that can really apply right now to this horrendous situation? I would say, I, I don't know that he would even vocalize this, but this is something I've watched him do my entire life. And that is, it's impossible to be worried or stressed or anxiety filled when you are serving other people. Oh, I love that. You know, okay, say that but say that one more time. Yeah. That is very, very impactful. Um, he has modeled for me, and I, like I said, he's not a motivational speaker. He's not even uh, a speaker speaker. He preaches some, but he it's not his uh, forte. He wasn't wired for that. He does it to serve. But I, he models for us that it's impossible to be depressed or anxious or overly worry-filled about yourself when you are serving other people. My dad has always erred on the side of over serving others. And, Amazing. Um, you know, fear and faith cannot exist in the same space. And so my dad has always chosen to serve um, unselfishly because it's the right thing. And, and that's yes. whether you're a faith filled person or not, that's whether you're a spiritual person or not, it's the right thing to do it is really take care is. of other people. Yeah. And this is the time to do that. So you mentioned faith over fear. So mm-hmm. it is so easy to look at the that just that fear of the unknown, the fear mm-hmm. of what could happen to our health, what's going to happen to our income, what's going to happen to our families, to our neighbors, to our schools. You know, there the fear is pervasive. Mm-hmm. So how do we overcome that fear and survive during these really, really tough times? Well, you know, that's, that's a great question. And I'm not going to say, don't be concerned. I mean, we have to be concerned and we have to be cautious and we need to We do. We definitely do. However, uh, there are so many things out of our control that those of us that do like to control or like to plan or, or like to think that we dictate, uh, it leaves us in a little bit of a tailspin. So I would say, take control of something you can control. Now, this is advice I got from, um, ironically, a, a public gym owner, a fitness center owner. She said she sees an influx in memberships of women who are going through divorce And it's not to lose weight and look good for the next person, but I'll tell you why it is in a minute. Women going through divorce, women whose children are hospitalized or have a major illness or Hmm. whose husbands do, or people going through extreme financial hardships. And I said, why do you think that is? She said, you know, I've always wondered, and I think it's because that 30 
to 60 minutes in the gym is something they have control over in their life. It does. I love that statement, taking control of what you can control. Yes. So if right now you can control cleaning out your closet or you can control sweeping off the back porch and tidying up your backyard, or you can control what your family is eating over the next few weeks or what your family is watching or, you know, what you're doing between 6 and 7 p.m., you know, go for a walk or, you know, take your family somewhere outside, but away from other people. We have to control what we can control. So um, I have been going live on on my Facebook page the last few days, just encouraging my folks. Which I have greatly enjoyed, by the way. (laughs) You're calling that the daily dose of vitamin C. So of course, as a health coach, I'm like, oh, this is good stuff. (laughs) Isn't that fun? And so I'm just giving people, you know, one thing a a day that they can do. And yesterday's challenge was, uh, or one of the previous challenges was do five videos today that you just text to somebody else, just a face-to-face connect with them, let them hear your voice, let them see your face. And Such a good idea. Let them know you're there. The idea with our phones that is just so very oh my easy. gosh it took me less than seven minutes and um I had one person who said you have no idea how I needed this bright spot today they have lost they're a, a wedding makeup artist and they've lost every gig for the next five months oh Canceled. my goodness and yes. rides wanting deposits back or needing to reschedule or you know those kind of things and it's just it's just difficult so one thing you can take control of can you take control of the kitchen sink or can you take control of you know listing some things on a selling app or what can you take control of do mm-hmm. that do an art project do a you know <laughs> all those things that you said I don't have time for uh, now we do. We got a little now bit of time. We, do. we got yes. a little bit of time. So uh, this is the time. Take control of one thing and don't put the brakes on your business or your side hustle or your ministry or your connection with your Sunday school class. Just look at doing it in a different way. Definitely. Um, you definitely put the brakes. This is not a time to stop. I'm calling it kind of a purposeful pause. We can pause in some of the nonsensical stuff, but we can propel in some of the uh, progressional or purposeful things. So Uh, I'm just really advocating, number one, take control over something you can take control of. Number two, don't stop taking care of yourself. Get up, have a routine, fuel yourself wisely. Number three, get to a couple of those things that you haven't had time for. Yes. And maybe even creating just a small list, not that we can tackle the whole house, but I think sometimes we get overwhelmed and we overwhelm ourselves thinking, oh, I've got to organize the whole house. But I think what you said, what's that one thing you can tackle? So I call this uh, small and sticky changes, Carrie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I'm coaching, you know, making a very, a very short list. Okay. I really need to like kind of clean off the kitchen counters or I need yep. to clean out that one junk drawer or you know what, I'm going to try a new like healthy recipe. I haven't been at home enough to cook and hey, I'm going to try to implement some healthy recipes. Mm-hmm. So I call those small and sticky changes. Small meaning if they're so little, it almost seems insignificant. Sticky meaning it's so little, it's easy to stick with. Yeah. So what would that look like as we start to layer some of these small and sticky changes and take this this time to possibly even grow yeah. and 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 really use this time. And I think that will give us a sense of purpose and a little bit of confidence of, hey, I got I got one thing done, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I love how you put that. Um, also, that purposeful pause. Mm-hmm. So how can we protect our mental and emotional <clears throat> health 
and take those purposeful pauses during this time because that fear is kind of gnawing at us. And how can we take that pause? Yeah, I think you have to be uh, very careful on how you're fueling yourself. So fuel is kind of how I've broken it down for this time period. Fuel standing for different things, F-U-E-L. And the fuel, the F in fuel stands for feed. What are you feeding yourself? Not only uh, physically, what are you eating? You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're reading all the memes and all the jokes about people eating their way through the house and the pantry and all the quarantine snacks are already gone. Um, I would say, okay, let's put the brakes on that. Let's feed yourself more intentionally. How, what affects your energy? What makes you feel better instead of worse? Uh, yes. How are you feeding yourself? What are you feeding yourself mentally? What are you watching? We have not had the news on one time. Uh, we have a news filter here. My husband, he scans the headlines in the morning and then he'll pass along to me what he thinks I need to know. We're a very empathetic household, meaning we feel all the feelings and all the responsibility and all the dread. And so he filters that a little bit for us. We are not. I like how y'all are doing that. That's something I think we need to do because I I, I find the news and a lot of the articles and stuff online, it just really affects me because I, you know, it just, it's overwhelming. So I think that's a great idea. Yeah. You have to be aware of that. Also, I'm very aware of how I'm feeding myself. Like I'm intentionally got two books on my list that I want to read during this isolation time. And they are books about, you know, um, the teenage brain and books about, you know, purposefully intentionally reaching out to my children every day for the next 40 days. Isn't that interesting? 40 days. And I just, it's so funny because I saw you post about that book Mm -hmm. and I had just ordered that book. So now I've got it in and I'm, I'm looking forward to digging into that. It'll be, again, this can be a time of growth and I do enjoy reading and we're going to have a little bit more time to read now. So I think that's a good strategy of, of everything you're taking in, everything you're feeding your for the F in fuel. So what is the U? Well, and then also in feeding though, how are you feeding yourself spiritually? If you're a person oh, of faith, yes. are you are you praying? Are you reading scripture? Are you reading a devotional book? Are you following people online that are spiritual people? Um, if you are not a person of faith, traditional faith, then what affirmations are you saying to yourself? What positive or funny things are you watching or feeding yourself spiritually? We have to be really careful how we're feeding ourselves. The you is for up. Three prongs to this up. Get up. Yes. <laughs> Stop sleeping all day. Get up. Love it. Get, get up. up and show up. That means get dressed, get your face on, whatever that looks like, and um, look up. So we're going to get up, have a routine, We're going to get out of our pajamas. We're going to get some kind of clothes on. We're going to show up and do a little work and do a little school with our kids and do a little community outreach. And then we're going to look up, meaning positive things, spiritual things, um, silver linings, right? Silver linings. One of the silver linings is my mom and I are back to talking every single day. We did that when they were on the mission field in Canada. We talked every single day for at least, you know, a couple minutes. And we just got out of that habit and we got into the habit of texting. And, um, and I think she's a little concerned and that's why she's calling or we're doing videos or whatever, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are silver linings to this. There are silver linings with being trapped with your teenagers. You guys, we don't have that much more time with them in the scheme of things. So what a beautiful blessing to have family time, playing games, uh, singing songs. I put one of my kids in charge of our family workout every day, and she is a stickler for it. And I'm sore today, but I'm really 
grateful at that time that we're all laughing and cutting up and hurting together in the living room. I love it. Um, I love it. So that's the up. You have to do that. Now, here's my rule about getting dressed. Now, even if you don't work at home, even if you're just at home, my rule about this isolation and typically for working at home, because I've done it for so long, is nothing nothing expandable and nothing elastic (laughs) because we expand to fit the clothes that we wear. So you guys get out of your pants, get out of your leggings, get out of your scrubs, whatever it is. Wear something with a waistband, wear uh, a waistband that doesn't stretch, wear something with a belt, tuck something in. Guys, you don't want to end up at the end of isolation 18 pounds heavier or 15 pounds right, heavier right. or bloated I mean, we can- and yuck. And when you when you're carrying extra weight, it really does decrease your immunity. Yep. So I think all of a sudden everybody yeah. may not have con- previously considered their immune function, but now we've got a spotlight on that. And so we've got to protect our health. And part of that is, yeah, making sure we don't gain a lot of weight during this time and avoiding some of those comfort foods or not, you know, eating those all the time. Um, so I love these from a health coaching perspective. I'm absolutely loving these guys. Lines. Yeah, exactly. And, and they're just simple, right? And it's easy to remember. Um, the other thing is E, right? So the E of fuel would stand for empathy. Empathy is the word of this time period. Yes. If it may not be a big deal to you that the seniors aren't going to graduate or that the seniors aren't going to get to have their prom, but it is their entire world right now. And you can be kind and gracious and sympathetic about it just because somebody else's challenges or grief. And there's a lot of grief right now. There's weddings and funerals and baby showers and so many things that are being moved or, or perceived to be taken away right now, just because that's not your grief doesn't mean it's invalid. And so I would say, look at your empathy, look at how you can care for others even when you don't understand. This is especially helpful with your kids. Um, Here's an example. My sophomore just got the lead in Greece, the musical for her um, May musical at her high school. It's a big deal. She goes to high high school where Pentatonics graduated. It's a very competitive program. It's a big deal that she got in the musical at all. And it's a bigger deal that she got the lead as a sophomore. Well, guess what the number one thing on her mind is right now? Are we going to get to do it? Are we going to do it? And I said to her the other day, I hear you and I'm as concerned as you are. And I know that this is your heart and this is a big deal right now. Now, if I had said, oh, they're probably just going to do it next fall. Oh, there's so much bigger, you know, we're worried about people's lives. That's not helpful. It's not helpful when you treat your neighbors that way or your customers that way or people in your family that way. It's time to say, I imagine that that affects you very deeply, or I can hear that you're very disappointed about that. Or when somebody says, oh, my, my industry is going to be, you know, very impacted. Don't come back and say, well, you could always do this, 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 or this, or well, you should have prepared differently. It's not the point. We don't need you to fix it right now. We need empathy and it matters. And the kinder we are to others, the more it calms us as well. It, and it, it honestly does. It just has such a positive impact on our, our our mental and emotional health. And then that has a positive effect on our physical health. Um, and I love how you said it really starts with listening. I mean, you listen to your daughter instead of trying to explain it away or be like, hey, it's not that big of a deal. I think empathy really starts with listening and 
we don't have to have an answer to everything. I think I'm learning the value of just listening and people need to be heard. And so this is a time because you said you're talking to your mom every day. I think just us listening to others is so valuable and not feeling like we have to have it all figured out or we have to offer this amazing advice. Just offering that empathy after we've listened is huge. Absolutely huge. Yeah. So that's the E of fuel. And then L is lists. And you alluded to this earlier. I think some lists help us be intentional. We have made a bucket list for isolation. Uh, We've all put a few movies we want to make sure and watch as a family, a few games. Yeah, a few games we want to learn or play while we're in isolation. By the way, I saw this morning that Amazon has a lot of good deals on board games right now. So I'll be, oh, I'll be investigating that later. Yeah. Um, the, we ordered another one yesterday because my son had found one that he and his dad had been wanting to play. And so we ordered one just yesterday. So I'm excited to, to get to play that one. Yeah, exactly. And we love Jackbox TV, the virtual games. Oh, that everybody, yes. Yeah, we do those a lot. Um, this, uh, the other thing is a few meals that they want to make sure we cook. Some of their favorites that we sometimes run out of time for, right? Some, I have a baker, so some recipes she wants to try. Um, some things that we want to do or create or projects we want to tackle, Um, while we're during this time. Also, people we want to contact, like we're so behind, we haven't done thank you notes from our Friendsgiving or Christmas yet. So guess what we're doing this week? We're doing thank you notes to get caught up and also reach out to people. So we are making some lists like that. I've made a list for my business of some infrastructure things and some process things and some office things I want to get handled while I have a little pause, because let's be honest, the driving and dropping off to and from school every day is about about three and a half hours of my day. So I just reclaimed three and a half hours of my day and I can use that for some other things. So making lists is super helpful. Another way you can utilize lists is who are some people that I can reach out to that might be alone. That's a great idea. Might be scared that might be nervous, that might be having a huge economic incident right now. Another list is things that we're grateful for. Yes. So lists can help you get through this time and focus on things, again, outside of yourself. So simple, yet so very, very effective. And again, I think it helps us kind of, those lists helps us overcome that feeling of overwhelm. Like I've got so much I want to do and so many great suggestions. But again, it comes back to very small things and making that list. And I like, I love the idea of having several different lists, whether it's, hey, here's some meals we want to fix. Here's some movies we want to watch. Mm-hmm. Here's some board games we want to play. Here's some folks we want to reach out to. And finally, what, who, what are we, what are we grateful for? And taking that time for gratitude. We do, we have this extra time, so we have to utilize it well. So let me ask you, speaking of, do you feel like we can use this as a period of growth? I mean, it almost doesn't make sense, but we've got this extra time. What do you feel about, how do you feel about us growing during this time? I think if we don't, then we're, we have missed, missed a huge opportunity. I think if we don't grow during these times of pause and hardship, even, then what a wasted moment we've been giving. I mean, Jennifer, let, let's be real. When If this had happened even 10 years ago, 
we would not have had video conferencing. We would not have had the same social media. We would not have had texting as much. We would have been more disconnected. If this had happened when you and I were in high school, like our kids are, um, we would have been really isolated, (laughs) isolated, isolated. So um, we would have had no choice but to read books or work on skills or knit or quilt or bake or write letters or whatever that is. So I think that now is the time to finish your book, either reading it or writing it. Now Mm -hmm. is the time to work on a skill. And in addition, because so many companies are responding so generously by, you know, I saw today that the New York library is offering 300,000 titles on an app My goodness. that you can read for free. Um, so many of these educational companies have just opened the gates to let you learn these new skills and work through these courses free. And um, you, we've got YouTube anyway, the biggest university on the planet, right? We can <laughs> That's go, a good point. We can go learn, um, you know, one of the skills I'm working on right now for the past few weeks, ironically, has been uh, camera and stage makeup. And so my YouTuber, guess what? I get to go catch up on some of her past videos that I have not watched um, yes. it, because I haven't had time. So what is a skill or a tactic that the little one and I, we were about to enroll for a cake decorating class to do together. I don't care about cake decorating, but she does. And so we were going to do it together. Guess what? And it's quality time, right? It's just good quality time. Exactly. So now, though, we're going to be doing that online. Instead of going into a shop, we'll be doing that here at the house and doing that together. Um, Like I told you already, one of my kids is a a fitness and dance person. So she's she's doing stretching and choreographing, and she's helping us with all those things. And it's it has to be a time to grow because if you're not growing, you're what? You're dying. Right? Yes, and that is so true. You have always said that. You've always, always said that. Always. You cannot sit and stagnate. You're either moving forward or you're moving backwards. There's really no in between. So um, I would say if we don't take this opportunity to grow, that's that's we should grieve that more than even what we're missing out right now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's all about our perspective on this. You know, we can either um, hold back and live in fear and let Mm -hmm. it consume us and spend all of our time on social media just scrolling and consuming all of the overwhelming information and dwell on that. Or we can say, you know what, I'm going to implement a little more rhythm and routine Mm -hmm. into my life. Even though we're all stuck at home, I'm going to implement some rhythms and routine. Like you said, get up, show up and then look up, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, I love that perspective and implementing the list. I just think it's all so very effective. And it's what we need to demonstrate to our families too, and to our neighbors. And to our, if we're business owners, this is a time we're going to see who our leaders are. Oh, yes. And your leaders are not necessarily people with titles or people with the promotions or people with the books about leadership. Your leaders are the people that are a calm voice that are showing people how they can keep moving. Even if we're moving in place, we're still moving and um, growing and not, I, I would hate to look back on this time and say, well, that was eight weeks just wasted of my life. Yeah. You know, instead, why not look at it as if we were a patient with a terminal illness and we had eight weeks left? 
we had eight weeks to really live full out. And our only constraint was that we avoid groups of other people. How would we do that? Uh, A former student of mine, when I taught high school, she she, uh, posted on her social media last night that she hosted a virtual happy hour. And oh, how she, fun. she and girlfriends across the globe, it wasn't even just U.S., across the globe, got a Zoom room. They all mixed their own cocktails at home and had their own snacks. And they were in a Zoom room. And she said, we've been putting off getting together for years and years and years and years. And it took this for us to finally have that happy hour and girls night out that we've talked about. Yes. She it's said, such a good idea. And well, so simple, right? Yeah. So simple. And free. Yes, and free. Yeah, definitely. I love, I love that. Um, and it's so important that we maintain that connection. But you know, that perspective that you brought up, what if we only had eight weeks, and that was mm-hmm. the end of our time here mm-hmm. on earth? What would you do with those eight weeks? And I think that's such a powerful, powerful perspective. And looking at that too, how can we reach out to somebody who might be struggling, like they're not there yet, they're still in that overwhelm, fearful stage, how can we encourage them um, on their journey and looking at this as a gift of time and being purposeful with that time? So Carrie, this has been absolutely amazing. Are there any like closing thoughts that you want to make sure these listeners hear just a, a word of encouragement? What would you say to that? I would say that just because we're in isolation or feeling alone, we don't have to be alone. We need to actively reach through the airwaves, reach through social media, reach through our phones and meaningfully connect with other people. I am a huge advocate of video because I think people need to see us and hear us. I am a huge advocate of not having an agenda, just saying, hey, you were on my mind. And I had a minute while I was sitting here and I thought I wanted to check in and see how you are. I did that last night by video with my longest time friend. We've been friends since we were four years old. Our our dads were military together. And when you're a military brat, you don't have longtime friends because we all move. And back then, especially because there was no technology, out of sight meant you never saw that person again once they were restationed ever. Um, but we ended up in the same state and we have now been friends for all these years. And (laughs) so I messaged her last night. She's in Florida. Now she has a boy in the military who's in Germany. The borders are closed. She has a girl out here by me, literally across the street in an apartment complex. And I, I just thought I need to reach out to Michelle and see you know, how she's doing. She said it's a little surreal because in Florida, we don't have anything happening like what you guys have happening. Nothing's closed down. Nothing, you know, they're evidently now this may change by the time people listen to this episode, but she said, it's really surreal. We haven't changed anything. She said, however, it's an odd feeling knowing my son's in a country and I can't get to him. If he got sick or if he needed me, I could not fly to him. And it's an odd feeling knowing that my daughter is in a town where they're closing down her work and the bars and the restaurants and all those things. Um, And I would have to probably fly against travel orders or drive two days to get to her, Mm -hmm. which of course I assured her she could come pop right over here to this house or I could pop right over there to hers. I would absolutely do that. Um, But it was really interesting to see I had not considered having a kid you couldn't get to. Right. I mean, that's tough on a mama's heart. Oh, 
oh yeah. And she's not a fear-based person, just like I'm not. And she said, it's just really bizarre because I look around here and nothing has changed, but yet his country's closed down because of all the cases. And I, I have to face the fact that if he got sick, I couldn't be with him. My goodness. So my goodness, I think we reach out to learn the other side of the story. I think we reach out to stay connected and love on our people And I think we reach out to maintain our own sanity and not think too much about woe is me or my problems are the biggest or, you know, all those things. I think also we can't focus too much on this too will pass because people are hurting. People are Mm -hmm. hurting and people are suffering and other people are ridden with anxiety and they need us. So I think it's got to be a balance of reaching out and calming people, but not being dismissive. I agree. I agree. And I think just our conversation today, I know that our listeners will find this very encouraging, but also very empowering. Just the simple things that you've laid out of what we can do um, to make best use of this time. And um, I love how empathetic you are. I know that comes natural to you, um, but it is such a good reminder to all of us that, hey, we're in this together and we will get through this. And Yes, there's going to be a lot of pain and a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety and just a lot of um, angst, but we will get through this and um, we will do that together Um, and certainly with the grace of God. So Carrie, thank you so much for joining me today. I just think this is going to be very impactful. I want to make sure that our listeners know where they can connect with you because I know they're going to want to hear more. Yeah. So I'm really active at facebook.com slash Carrie Wilkerson or CarrieWilkerson.com or Carrie Wilkerson on Instagram. You can find me in any of those places and they lead you back to where I'm hanging out. So I would love to see you guys there. I love it. Guys, please remember to subscribe to us on your favorite platform of choice, whether it's Facebook or Instagram at Inspire Healthy Harmony. And you can also join in the discussion on the Facebook page. As always, you can check us out at InspireHealthyHarmony.com. So until we meet again, have a happy and healthy day. We'll see you soon.